All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, we made it. One of my favorite weeks, one of my favorite three weeks of the year, March Madness. Very exciting. A little weird now referees being sent home. So with the tentative about the whole tournament, tentative about the all the betting involved. But uh, we're going full speed ahead. And uh, I want to ask you actually first off, first thing comes to mind, first highlight that comes to mind when you think of March Madness. Polly Kid, go. Uh, so it's the uh, NC State-Houston game, uh, yeah. five slam a jamma for Houston. Uh NC State, I think it was Wittenberg takes a uh, like a 30-footer at the end of the game, airballs it, but Lorenzo Charles is right there by the hoop to put it back in for the win. Uh, NC State was a huge underdog. Uh, I believe 19, this 1983 here I'm talking about, Sal. I, I, I think it's uh, that's what's coming to me. Yeah. Jim Valvano yep. running around the court looking for anybody to hug, to celebrate with. Uh, that's the one moment that stands out the most to me, aside from a Dayton number 12 seed upsetting number five seed Illinois <laughs> in 1990 when I was on the Dayton campus and they practically burned that's a the, personal uh, choice for sure. The ghetto <laughs> to the ground. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, but the other one, the real one to me, the first one I can really recall that was huge to me, huge was that uh, NC well, State that victory encapsulates the whole tournament. That's right. it, right? Because yes. that was a team that had no business being in the tournament. That's what it's all about. They had to win the conference tournament. And even that is a spectacular story. Great 30 for 30 on that. And Valvano running around aimlessly looking for hugs, <laughs> looking so for an escape, looking for something after that win. And obviously he became such a such a spokesperson for, for cancer and everything. We lost him too early. But to me, that is, if you had to explain the NCAA tournament in one play, that's why I'm not even going to ask you, Harry. What what you think? What you're you're gonna say something stupid? Go ahead. No, no I'll ask you anyway, Harry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Big, well, biggest it, highlight. Well, it was Hakeem Warwick's block uh, against Kansas, winning the national championship no, when Carmelo Anthony was uh, on Syracuse <laughs> for the only year. But besides that, though, also one when, when Syracuse had probably their best team ever. Oh, when here we Keith go. Smart made that shot against Indiana was just a crusher. When Cares. Syracuse was just loaded with Derek Coleman, Sherman uh, Sherman Douglas, just loaded team and couldn't get there, even though they you know. Keith Smart never made anything of himself in the pros. He made that shot. That was a killer. All right. So, Brother Bry, Parley Kid, and I, we set the gold standard. Nothing better than Valvano. Harry brought it down six or seven levels with the Syracuse uh, Indiana game. Let's go, Orange. What do you think, uh, Bry? What's, what's your answer? Well, I'm going to stick with more of my time period. Like when I was a kid, early 90s, I mean, I think you'd have to say, I mean, the greatest play that sticks out in my mind is the Leitner shot, yeah. right? The Leitner against Kentucky shot is, is to I me. I put that second. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, to me growing up, I mean, that that really, in all honesty, I mean, I was obviously watching basketball at a really young age, but that those early 90 years are the earliest years I can really recall watching them live. For some reason, like the 80s are a little bit of a. Yeah. 80s are a little bit of hazy, but yeah, starting with starting with that shot. I mean, I, I think that's the shot at everybody would say probably the greatest play. Thomas Hill and tears yeah. uh, grabbing his head. Harry, did greatest I watch play. that game with you? Was that over the Caddyshack? No, I, I wasn't with you at that game. No, where the hell were you? I was <laughs> in a swigo. I was at a buddy's house uh, from high oh. school. I remember being there. I remember. Well, I had uh, it didn't really matter that shot because I had Duke minus nine over Kentucky. <laughs> right. So. Didn't really was, matter. It was but, that high. Huh? The yeah, line yeah, was yeah. nine. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what's funny? You would think uh, the only one verse 16 or 16 verse one upset, Maryland, Baltimore County. Is that who it was? See, yeah, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't even Virginia. know. I don't even it? know if it's Baltimore County or Eastern Shore, but it was UMBC BC, uh, yeah. over Virginia. The problem with that game is it was never a game. There wasn't a, uh, wasn't a, a, a three at the buzzer or anything. They were up by like 20 the whole time. They'd never... Close the gap there, that one seed Virginia Nuts. team. But uh, no, I'm going uh, Jimmy V. Now, here's what's great about this week. It's already great. We don't have to touch it. We could just watch it unfold, <laughs> um, provided these COVID tests come uh, back in a satisfactory way. But we set up a challenge, and I sent babyface uh, Joel Solomon. I said, okay, here's what. here are the operative words. Um, 
We're going to have the degenerate trifecta do a tuition challenge with Cinderella teams. So it's degenerate trifecta tuition challenge Cinderella teams. We need a, a fancy title for this. And he came back with the degenerate trifecta Cinderella tuition challenge. So that's what we're going to call this thing. And the way it works is I had each of you take a Cinderella team, a 12 seed or lower, and we are going to assign that school a student. And that student, depending on how well that team does, is going to make some tuition money, $500 for every win. They get $100 just for being, um, just for playing. $500 for every win, 10K if they cut down the nets. Um, Harry, start us off. Who did you select? Which school did you go with? I'm going to go with Cal Santa Barbara. Right. Over Creighton. Um, look, I was lucky enough a few years ago to spend a summer, as you know, Sal. Uh -huh. uh, I saw you up there in Santa Barbara um, <laughs> about five years ago. One of the top uh, top three cities I've ever been in in my life. It's so beautiful there. Really? So go Gauchos. Gagnon's on the Gauchos. They're 22 and four. Uh, they've won 18 of their last 19. So anything can happen. They shoot 49% as a team. and They play Creighton and Creighton, who was just invisible in that game against Georgetown, never in that game. I know McDermott's had uh, their head coach some off uh, off court issues. So uh, who knows what Creighton shows this week? Uh, okay. but I'm going to take Cal Santa Barbara at, at 22 and four. And like I said, won 18 of the last 19. They haven't played anybody outside of the state of California all year except for Hawaii. Well, that's great. And they're not playing in California, right? Uh, come, I think it's all in Indiana. All right. Well, truth be told, Harry originally gave his his pick <laughs> is uh, his school's Cal Bakersfield. And I just doubled before I sent our producers out on a wild goose chase. And for God's sake, no one would have caught it. And we would have come down with a student from Bakersfield. And we're like, <laughs> oh, sorry. It turns out your team isn't in the tournament after all. Harry screwed up. Uh, one of his top three cities. Uh, well, well, I was, well, I was at, on Sunday. I was at the uh, I was at the White Sox A's game. Oh. So the bracket comes out, and I'm still at the game. And I asked my buddy who the 12 seeds are, and he tells me Cal. He tells me Cal uh, Bakersfield, not Cal right. Santa Barbara. Okay. So. Well, you need new you need new buddies. I think is the uh, case. Um, <laughs> I, it's what 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 is my top three city? Is it Bakersfield or Santa? I can't remember. All right, one, one of those two. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brother Bri, which was your school? Now we all you all took twelve seeds, right? What yeah, we take, all took Brother 12 Brian? 12 seeds because you know the, there's the likelihood that one of these could win a game, maybe two of right. these could win a game. Bri, uh, I sent to Brasal 24 and 16. Uh the last 40 games, the 12 seed is against the five. That's astounding. Harry, you got that from your brother your buddy at the A's game, or you, you dug that up yourself? Did that all by myself, bud. Well, I think, yeah, in the last tournament in 2019, three of the four, right? Three of the four 12 seeds won, I think. Crazy. So let's, yeah, let's do this. Let's make some money. So I liked, I liked Winthrop. I, I'm sorry. I didn't give anybody a chance. As soon as Winthrop uh, Villanova got announced, I yeah. told you guys immediately I'm jumping on Winthrop. I even Seth Davis right away said Winthrop is definitely winning that game. 23 and one. Uh, one of the best offenses in the country. They blew out pretty much. I mean, again, it's hard to say with that conference in the Big South, but they blew out pretty much everybody, even in their bigger games. Uh, their best player, it's weird, their best player, Chandler Vaudrin, 6'7", former D2 point guard, uh, the player of the year in the Big South. So uh, fun to watch, um, and it's going to be interesting because obviously Nova, I think we're, you know, a trend here. Harry's going against the Big East. I'm going against the Big East here. I think mm. the Big East in general was down. Um, and with Gillespie out, you know, who knows with, with that team. Uh, sure. You know, I, I wasn't impressed with them late in the year. All right. Uh, so we'll but, try to find a Winthrop student. I think that's one we haven't. Uh, Babyface, what do we do? We still not found the Winthrop student to respond? Not yet. We're looking Come for on. a Winthrop student. Uh, this is, I don't know. I, it would help if I knew where Winthrop was. I know. It's one of Harry's top well, 25 it's, it's, favorite it's cities. It's in South, South Carolina. I think it's Rock Hill. I think it's Rock Hill, South All Carolina. All right. But uh, yeah, it's it's. I guess the only problem is it's a uh, a smaller school, so I think there's only like four or five thousand students. So, but I will say, Sal, I know you're yeah. we're gonna put up ten thousand. I yes. am gonna. I'm confident here. I'm gonna put up twenty five thousand extra of my own money. Um, so this will be fun to root for. I will root for this team to get far, but then uh, then lose later on. So uh, I'll root for this team to win. You know, a few thousand. Now they are going to go far. A few games, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, make my life miserable being in the uh, elite. Being in the elite eight. Uh, so yeah, twenty five of my own All money. Right. 
10 for you. So, uh, you sure so you don't want to go with Hartford, here. Brother Brian, now that you're putting 25000 up? No, no, no. Cleveland State, there's some easy. All right, Parley <laughs> Kid, you are. You also have a 12 seed, a, uh, yeah, a familiar about, one. Well, one, yeah. how, do we t- how do I top that right there uh, with Brian being so generous? Uh, that, that, you, uh, I tell you how you top it. I mean, it. You offer 50000 that's all. It's you could have number. you could have one of my kids, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 well, so I'm going with the Georgetown Hoyas here. Um, yeah. What's there not to like about Georgetown right now? One, Patrick Ewing, right? Mm-hmm. So big Knicks fan, Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, local kid, uh, Jordan Riley from Brentwood High School will be attending Georgetown and playing basketball there next year. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited for that around here. That's number two. I heard they also have a five-star recruit coming in. Things are looking really up for Georgetown. Three, uh, we have a buddy who uh, went to school there who is a real degenerate named Alec, probably one of the biggest degenerates we know. It has nothing to do with gambling. He's just right. a g- degenerate. For sure. Uh, so <laughs> I, I love everything about Georgetown, the way they're playing right now. I think they got a favorable first-round game here against Colorado, too. Very winnable, at least mm-hmm. to get through one round, round one here, win some uh, somebody from Georgetown some money. Looking forward to have that person on. Uh, with us. I am too. Although I'll say like um, out of the three, I'm not sure the Georgetown students need our money. In fact, maybe, maybe <laughs> they should be paying us $10,000, but it'll be interesting <laughs> to see uh, which. Uh, can, hey, which, can we get Alec to front like millions of dollars here? I think we uh, can. To the winner too. That'd be Why great. Not? Let them funnel no. it. Uh, if they get far <laughs> enough, he really should be, uh, should do it. So that's it. So Thursday night, you guys will hear it Friday morning. We're going to have Tate the Snake Frazier on. Oh, boy, what a rivalry oh, there yeah. is between Tate and uh, Jim Cunningham, Hill producer Jim Cunningham. Are you ready for that, Jim? That's going to be something else. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and in addition to that, uh, we're going to go over all 16 Saturday games. In addition to that, we are going to have a, a hookup with these three students and the degenerate trifecta. Not saying they're going to hook up with them, but we're going to have them on Zoom and we're going to meet them and find out a little about them. And that's going to be fun. So Cal Santa Barbara, Georgetown, Winthrop, if you're a student of one of those schools and you like money, uh, this is the place to be. Free money. $500 a win, $10,000 if they cut down the nets. Brother Bry throwing in some on top of that if Winthrop um, actually does their thing. So that's going to be fun. Okay, enough of the good stuff. It's time now to deep dive into the collectively crushed souls of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we love to call Bet Aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bet ache. It's a bet ache. It's a bet Yes, it's a bet ache. Uh, Jim or Joel, what, that song didn't win a Grammy, did it? What a snub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Get I it. So. Uh, Beyonce and Dua Lupa and everybody else. But why was that song? Where's the uh, Cami Over Under song? How did the- I just I don't think they had a category for best uh, podcast jingle. Really? Uh, wow. Get with the times, yeah. Grammys. We My God. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> have uh, Ringo Starr give out that award. Anyway, um, yes, yes. We win, we lose. We like to talk about the losses too. I'm going to set this one up here. Um, I had, don't ask me how, I had shorted Texas to win the Big 12 championship, right? So they have their first game against Texas Tech, quarterfinal round. They win a weird foul at the end. One second left, they win the game by a point. The kid goes to free throw line, get nails bolt. They win by a point. Okay, whatever. They have Kansas in the next round. They're going to be an underdog. Nope, they're not even going to play the game. Kansas backs out because of COVID issues. So all of a sudden, Texas is in the finals against (laughs) Baylor, the best. Oh, no, not against Baylor. Baylor gets upset (laughs) by Oklahoma State and the best kid in the country, Cade Cunningham, going number one, no question. Yes, Oklahoma State against Texas. And I said, guys, I have a winner for you. There's no way I'm going to win this bet. It's over. I don't have to watch a second of the game. Texas is beating Oklahoma State. Lay the two and a half points. At least take the money line, minus 130, minus 140, whatever it is. Brother Bry, you want to make some money? You want to dig out of the hole a little bit? This is a way to do it. Please, please, for for the love of God, God, take Texas. There is no way they're going to lose this. And what did you do, Brother Bry? Well, (laughs) that that was... 
one of the first times you were that like sure of yeah. this bet is go this bet is going down it's losing guys you got to jump all over texas here mm-hmm. you begged us you pleaded with us and you know what i said right away i said oh shit sal like i i kind of like oklahoma state too and we know they've killed us time and time again whether it's football whether Terrible. it's basketball it's all the time it's this mm-hmm. you know even this year in the basketball season they've killed me whatever side i've taken them but i say you know what you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to jump on Texas. I'll jump on Texas. Uh, but what do I do? I end up getting killed early on, taking going against the underdogs early Saturday. Some of the favorites win. So I was like, screw this. I'm going all in on Oklahoma uh, State. Uh, I go I go all in a lot on Oklahoma State uh, getting three, a lot on Oklahoma State money line. Um, and then I had to tell you after the game, um, Sal, uh, by the way, I, I took Oklahoma State. I... I <laughs> I, pr- I probably jinxed your bet. So that was a, no, just another, no, another no. reason why you lost. But I just, I I don't know what it is. There are just, why are there things like this? Why why do we do this to ourselves? No, like, no, I don't know. There no, was that, no, you told that us. Was jinxed. Told that bet was jinxed from the start. I, I told you, I didn't have to watch a second of that. I knew they had celebrated too much Oklahoma State for their win over Baylor and Texas was just going to go in there. And it was close for a minute, but not really. So that was it. Uh, Texas, we're going to talk about this for a second, but this is this is the trouble with betting teams to win the conference tournament, betting teams to win the region or something. You don't get your money back on that, right? If you lose, if it's an individual game, you get your money back if they don't play. But if you yeah. have like, you know, Iowa State to uh, make it to the final four and second game in, they have to skedaddle because of COVID, you lose that bet. Um, so you got to be uh, very, very careful. All right, Harry, what is your betting? Well, over the past week, um, Illinois and Ohio State played uh, twice. They, pl- they played uh, last week in the season finale in Columbus where I had uh, a parlay needing them on the money line to win, and, and then I had it again this past Sunday in the uh, as I was giving out Ohio State uh, on Tuesday on our show uh, to win the Big Ten championship. Uh, and both times they were right in it, and the first game, up 68-64, where I needed both parlays to combine for over $1,000 in wins. What? Uh, up 68-64 <laughs> in the first game last Sunday. Um, and they blow up with a minute 50 to go. They don't score another point, and they lose to Illinois. And then this past Sunday, in it the whole game, too, came, fight, fought back, and then go to overtime, have a lead in overtime. And I think Illinois had one basket in overtime. They made all free throws. And I lose that too. So on two parlays in a week, I lose a thousand dollars on taking Ohio State money line. And listen, you know, Sal, you know better than anyone. I'm a glutton for punishment. So if Ohio State would have happened to play sure, Illinois yeah. <laughs> again in the in the NCAA tournament and they met again, I'm all over Ohio State over Illinois again. Right. All right. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be exciting. People don't realize that for Harry to cash a thousand dollar parlay, yeah, he had that had to be like a thirty seventeen parlay. That had to be yeah, like for a sure. two, three dollar thirty seven. No, no I loaded up, man. I loaded up. Oh, I had Alabama did? money line. I had uh, I had uh, Ottawa. Who did I have, Brian? Ottawa, Toronto over. Who did and I then, have? Uh, and then I had uh, Ohio State money line. Brian's got to keep track oh, of his although own. Although I will say again, this is one of those things. Harry's off at a preseason baseball game, and he's yelling. You know, he's sending us texts like, you know, scum Ohio State. Like while they're losing during the game, although they kept coming back, it was one of the best games right. of the year, if not the best. But, you know, Harry's basically, again, just following it from the ESPN app. Um, I was yeah. <laughs> watching, watching a watching a what zero zero A's White Sox game for, for eight innings. There you go. Wow. Well, that's great. And I, I, I look forward to the matchup, the part three. That's yeah. going to be the best. Let's hopefully you get it again. Hopefully it's better than Godfather part three. Yeah, they'll, they'll meet up again for sure. Uh, good job by you. All right, Harry. Uh, Parley Kid, what's your betting? Well, so last week I I, I retired from my UFC uh, wagering, at least on the podcast I did, mm-hmm. but I did make a pick uh, on the website where I was taking Leon Edwards uh, to win his fight over uh, Bilal <laughs> Muhammad, and we all know how that went. First round, Brian, you would say, Edwards pretty easily won that for, was winning that first round, right? Would oh, you say? Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely, it looked like that first round. <laughs> it looked like th- it wasn't going to be really any fight. Somehow, thumbs the opponent in the eye. It was a pretty bad thumb. 
So they had to stop the fight. He couldn't fight anymore. But it just, just the way things have been going for me and UFC, I can't catch a break ever in the UFC, at least over the last month of UFC wagering. <laughs> the whole card, I think, was kind of abysmal. Weird things happening. So uh, we got a big one a couple weeks from now, though. So I look forward to that. Yeah, you can't catch a break even when you give yourself a break. You're like, I don't even want to do this anymore. It's like, I know, I know. I I couldn't, I couldn't help it though. I thought, I thought Edwards was a short thing and he made it look like in the first round that he was the short thing I thought he was. And, uh, no dice, no dice, no contest. Can't catch your own break. Uh, bed (laughs) is brought to you by prop swap America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors, submit offers, make your own odds with March Madness right here. Now's the time to start buying college basketball futures. Then when you're ready to cash out, PropSwap has thousands of buyers you could sell to. For new users, go to PropSwap.com slash Sal to get $25 for free when you deposit $5. That's right, $25 when you deposit $5. Go to PropSwap.com slash Sal. But here's what's even cooler with PropSwap. Uh, I did a little video for them. You can go to Prop Swap on Twitter. I am riding with Illinois to win the whole thing, and you can too. I'm selecting 10 people. We'll win $1,100 on an Illinois championship ticket on Prop Swap. Go to Twitter. Go to the Prop Swap Twitter account. Retweet that tweet. Submit an entry at PropSwap.com slash giveaway. And I tell you all about how to do it. There are 10 Illinois, $100 on Illinois to win $1,100. Tickets, PropSwap is giving them away. Thanks to me, I will designate the 10 winners. So that's fun. PropSwap.com slash giveaway. Submit your entry. All right. So here we go. NCAA hoops. I I, I talked about it. Like, we're going to go over individual games on Thursday night. That's a little safer than what we're going to do now. Now we're going to pick regional winners, um, at least best value for each region. I do say this with hesitation because you don't get your money back if one of these teams is out because of COVID. And it's really out of your hands, obviously. It's out of our hands anyway, guys. We're not on the court. We're not dribbling the ball. But the truth is, there, there, nothing sucks more than if your team just doesn't play. You don't get your money back. So if you do normally $100,000 in futures, maybe cut it to $25,000 just because of the uncertainty of everything. But... um. I want to go over this, and I don't know how you guys do brackets, but I've talked about this before. When I do a bracket, I usually end up with a two ones and a two and another two or something. You know, two ones, two twos, or two ones, a two, and a three. And it's like, I got to redo this. It's just not going to happen like that. And I look back, and it just, so obviously no tournament last year. 2019, Auburn, a five seed, got to the final four. 2018, Loyola, Chicago, was an 11 seed, Sister Jean, right? Uh, got to the final four. 2017, South Carolina, 17, a seven seed. 2016, Harry, you know which? Uh, Syracuse, and yes. then their first win was over Dayton. Okay, there you go. Syracuse, a 10 seed in 2016. 2015, Michigan State, a seven seed. Kentucky in 2014 was an eight seed. Wichita State in 2013, a nine seed. It's really crazy, but... You're not going to get all ones. You got to go back like nine or 10 years, a whole decade before you had all ones or ones and twos. But what do you do, Parley kid? Do you, you look at your bracket. You're like, oh, I have Utah State winning, uh, going to the final four. It's like, crap, I'm going to be out of this um, by Friday if they don't win their first game. Sure. Sure. It's- That's why I, I think the safest thing to do is what you're saying is I normally do what you do. Uh, one, one, you do? two, two. That's no good. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> It's, you know, I, what's this year, though, Sal, does it feel different? Like, I don't know if we're going to see the upsets this year. I really don't know. I think the top tier teams are top tier teams. Uh, and there's a different level this year. Uh, right. That's how I feel. I think between the ones and the twos for the most part. And then there's everybody else. But that's I guess that's how most years feel. But. There's always going to be one, but how do you pick that other one team out of the other 60 no, teams? Which team is, which one is it going to be? So that's why sometimes you could have your, your four-year-old fill out a bracket and they could be more successful than somebody who really knows what they're talking about. 
For sure. And you're not going to be behind the, you know, you won't be behind the curve if you have all ones or twos in your final four. Cause you know, anyone who has all twelves going to the final four is going to lose. Right. You know, the, the accountant, Agnes, the accountant who doesn't own a television is going to have 12, you know, Utah state meeting up with, um, Winthrop, uh, Winthrop, yeah, with East, Eastern Washington, or so. Yeah, Winthrop. Yeah, I guess I should just go for Mark. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's, that's what's so, gonna happen. So for your brackets, maybe uh, go all chalk. But for this, it's more fun when you have odds, and especially with the COVID implications, maybe to take a shot. Parley kid, though, you're saying Zags in the West, even at that number. What number is it? You're even there. What minus two fifty? What what are they to win the West? I, I thought I saw minus two ten uh, this okay. morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it is. Huge favorite. Um, huge favorite. Undefeated I, Jags, uh, Zags. I get it. They're there forever. Um, yeah. To win four games. They're minus 210. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, that's actually pretty terrible. Uh, <laughs> as you know, I had I picked them at 9-1 to one to start the season. Right. So I'm not backing down from the Zags. 26-0. and 0, Great coach. Uh, great team. Look, they got a little test the other day from BYU. So that might help them. Because when their backs were against the wall, they really stepped up and played a great half of basketball. So that might have been what they needed. I am a huge fan of Jalen Suggs. Uh, Show me another guard, a freshman guard that averages 14.5, 5.5, 4.5, shoots over 51% from the field. Mm -hmm. What a great young player. And he he might not even be their best player. So this is a loaded team. Is it their year, Sal? I think it is. It's their year this year. Let's ride with them to win. I know it's minus 210. It's pretty terrible odds yeah. to w- come out of here, but let's. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. All right. Minus 210. Now, here's the thing with this. Who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat them? Iowa's going to beat them. I, Iowa they'll score 100 on Iowa. They'll score 100 on Iowa. They already that, did beat them in, in mid-December. Right. They beat them by like uh, 10 or 11 points. They smacked around I, Virginia this yeah, year. You know, I, I just uh, I like it because I think if they meet up, what do you think that'll be, Harry, if Iowa meets well, up with the Zags? A six-point right. underdog or something? Maybe six and a half, seven. Yeah. All right. You know, just look, just, just to be smart, ass, you got to add a half point. I get it. But yeah, of course, guards are 24 a game. They average 84 a game, eight and two in their last 10. A victory over Grand Canyon, Harry, which is very impressive, you have to say. <laughs> uh, uh, that, well, that's who they'll play. Grand Canyon, and that'll be big. Or the winner, and then the winner of VCU Oregon. I'd see no problem getting to the Sweet 16. They extended extended Fran McCaffrey to uh, 2028. It's going to be like 70 years old by then. I like this team. I like them at plus 350. We're going to hear battle-tested all week long. We're going to hear battle-tested of those so Big Ten th- teams. It, 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 uh, Big 12 Iowa teams. Gonzaga, what's the over-under in that? 170? Uh, I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, if, uh, if one's yeah. scoring averaging yeah, 88, the other's averaging 84, yeah, right in there. I'll say 170 and a half. What do you think of that, Harry? <laughs> I went up to you. I like um, it. I like it. So I would say that. <laughs> one thing I'll say is a lot of pressure, Parlay Kid, on the Zags. Right? Like this well, is no longer always. like this is a team we, with a one seed forever. Yes. Right? This is they've made, made the final four, I think, once in 20 years. Um, yeah. They got to sort of win if they're undefeated and they keep coming in with these uh these hot shots. The uh the amount of pressure on them is is uh it's tremendous. Yeah. Considering you don't have a loss too. I think it's easier to play in the tournament if you're not if you haven't been perfect. Right. Uh, the pressure even mounts more so that they haven't lost yet. But I just think they are too talented. I think they're the most talented team uh, mm-hmm. in in this. And I, I I don't think they have a real difficult road uh, to get through this. I really oh, don't. They did I have the I, easiest. I mean, until they yeah. got to Iowa, they had to eat. And I guess rightfully so. They're undefeated. Number one right. seed overall. And they're not really in the West. You got to give these teams some kind of benefit, right? Like, the, you, they could you could slap a region on it. By the way, they could have had a lot of fun naming these regions. Now that they're all playing in Indianapolis, why are we going west, east, south, midwest? You know, let's name Harry. We should have bought you. They should have put those rights up. You should have been the Har- <laughs> AO Harry region in the instead of the west. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, all right, Harry. We're going to the south, where Baylor is plus one fifteen to make the final four to win that south region. Um, I like them here. Uh, what can you say, right? Butler 
Davian Mitchell, first rounders. They're so handsy. They force turnovers, I think, like on every fifth possession or something. They're like the old Duke team. Scott Drew, Parley Kid, you know, this is where coaches are made this tournament, right? Scott Drew is the man, wins over Illinois, Kansas, Texas, Oaks. Look, look State, to the West coaches. Virginia. That's what I, my kind of a philosophy of mine is. Look especially, to the coaches here. Especially for something like this. They stumbled yeah. against Oklahoma State, obviously, Big 12 championship. Um, I like them. I think they roll over Wisconsin or North Carolina. People are worried about that 8-9, whoever they meet in that match. I think they get a break in the next round because Villanova yeah. won't be there. Maybe Bryce Winthrop team. Maybe like a team like North Texas. I could see Purdue getting knocked uh, out early. And then I don't even think they face Ohio State. Sorry, Harry, in that, uh, in that next round. But what are you going with, Harry? You say you claim you won Ohio State, Illinois again, but I don't even think you're taking Ohio State to win this region. I'm not. I mean, maybe Ohio State uh, being the number two, maybe even ran out of gas uh, in the in the last week um, against Illinois. So I'm going to go with the number three seed, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Darren, Darren just said, find me another freshman. How about freshman Moses Moody? He's getting 18 a game. Uh, three of the last four games, he scored 28 points. Uh, they're 12 and two in their last 14. The Razorbacks are. You mentioned Baylor. They haven't been playing that good down the stretch here. Maybe they peaked. I mean, they lost to Kansas. They didn't play well in the Big 12 tournament as they barely even got by a TCU, who's terrible this year. You mentioned Nova not having Gillespie. They played real poorly down the stretch. Uh, I think Purdue's overrated. And again, Ohio State. Maybe they ran out of gas. I'm taking Arkansas in the South, the number three seed. All right, Bry. Harry says Purdue is overrated. Stick up for your team here. <laughs> well, it's funny. Um, I really liked Arkansas to win the SEC, and then uh, they lost that game to LSU, and that game couldn't have been worse in terms of just the amount of turnovers. It was so sloppy from both teams. But Arkansas could, very underrated, I thought, for a two-loss team. But uh, Yeah, yeah, but yeah they, no, they were great. They just had one really, really, really bad game. So, of course, mm -hmm. I lost a good amount of money on that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, well, Sal, I, I, I had... I do like Purdue here in terms of, you know, we talked about, we talked about Baylor, uh, you know, I, I agree a little bit with Harry um, and that they might've peaked a little bit too soon. And, oh. and again, Purdue was a team, you know, they played really well against Ohio state. Uh, you know, they have a, a good mix of experience and some young kids here. I think, you know, I think at least in terms of just some value, because I think they're to win their region. I think they're like plus eight fifty. Again, mm -hmm. I, I think, I mean, again, you're looking at Big 12, you're looking at Big 10 teams, it seems like, in terms of who have the advantage. So I definitely think Purdue-Baylor is a, a pretty, it's going to be a pretty even matchup if they make it there. Although, that, that would that would go against my Winthrop um, yeah. Winthrop pick. And I, so it's it's going to cost somebody money. Winthrop, yeah, win, yeah it's going to cost somebody money. And Winthrop, we know <laughs> Winthrop now is going to scare the shit out of me that I owe somebody twenty five thousand right. dollars. So, <laughs> right. uh, but I but I do think Purdue just at the at the value at plus eight fifty for that region is uh, is pretty great. I, I I would look at Purdue or Ohio State there. In so the for the South, Baylor plus one fifteen. I'm going with them. That's an easy. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not giving that a lot of thought. Harry's going Arkansas seven to one. Bry's going Purdue plus eight fifty. Let's move it to the Midwest parlay kid. You're going chalk here. I like Illinois a lot. Obviously that's our uh, prop swap team, Illinois. Sure. Um, but to make the final four, Illinois is plus 145. Yep. E Easy-ish road. You and brother Bry both like them uh, at that number. Yes, Sal. Has there, besides the uh, Zags, has there been a better team over the last, you know, since February 1? I think they're 14 uh, and one in the last 15. 14 yep. and yeah. one in their last 15 games. Uh, Kofi Cockburn uh, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, that, you know, Harry and I was speaking about this on his, but you know, that was Harry's high school nickname, Cockburn. Is that right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I didn't know. know Harry, I, I didn't know Harry we went so, to high school. It was, Harry was, <laughs> Harry was spelled Coburn, but they pronounced that, it that. Cockburn. <laughs> That's what they called me on the soccer field there. <laughs> By the way, how uh, is it that we've known Harry for 30 years and it just came up yesterday that he played soccer? It was really fishy. I, I'm not sure. And, and we still don't know. Is that actually the high school team or was that a travel league? That was the JV team. Shout out to my buddy, Trevor Krovitz. Uh, uh, definitely gave you the info that you wanted, Brian. 
Joel Solomon, Jim Cunningham. But what do you think? Before I'm sorry, before I cut you off there, Parley Kid. But we need to That's discuss right. the soccer thing. Gotcha. Joel, gotcha. That Harry played soccer. And he scored a goal. Someone said you scored a goal on your first touch. But Trevor was there. We were teammates. And the first time I ever touched the ball in a soccer match that I've ever been in, I put it in the net, baby. Put it in wow. the net. I don't the regular know. Diego Maradona. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's all. How long were you sitting on that one? <laughs> Let it fly, guys. Cousin Sal against the lies at gmail.com. Uh, if you have well, Matt is, and Harry <laughs> soccer names. This is great. Now we add soccer to the list. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Jim, what Perfect. do you think of Harry as a soccer player? I don't think getting kicked around by the soccer team means <laughs> you played count? soccer. <laughs> he claims he scored a goal, Joel. It's crazy. Listen, there's there's so much we don't know about Harry. We, we learned today. Santa Barbara is his third favorite city. <laughs> he, I, I I never know what to expect every time we jump on, on, on a pod. Brian, do you have anything else to add about Illinois while I look up famous soccer players and try to attach a fat? Uh, uh, yeah, like Parley Kid was saying, though. I mean, definitely that's, you know, uh, top two team in the country going down the stretch here. And, and yeah. obviously we love, you know, they have a lot of guys who can beat, you, you know, we love, we obviously love Curbelo came from Lyon uh, Lutheran. Brian, uh, how good has he been lately? It's he's so clutch. He yeah. is so clutch. Uh, it is. Un <laughs> I, he is, he's been better than we thought though, bro. Right? 16, Did we think he'd be 16, this good? six and five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it seems like that's what he's getting every game now. It's like, he's, he's right. he cost me the thousand dollars. Yes, that's, so that's what I like about him the most. But he yeah. really does the little things. He always makes the smart yes. plays. I mean, that that's what everybody used to say about him when he was on Long Island because his, his stats, like he didn't score a ton of games. Right, right. Um, but, you know, then they have, they have the kid Frazier. When they need a big shot, right, he's hitting a corner three or he can take it to the basket. Then when yep. Coburn gets, if Coburn gets foul trouble or needs a little breather, the guy, right. uh, Bahanishvili, uh, comes off, gives great production. So I, the one thing is the upper part of the Midwest bracket is very tough and the bottom is very weak, uh, which yeah. kind of it's a little unfair there. But I still think Illinois, the way they're playing, um, they should come out of that bracket. Did you guys see where region. Kofi Colburn is projected in the uh, NBA draft? It is Colburn, by the way. We, we, we're just yes, we know. Like, like, like 40th, right, Ski? <laughs> Yeah, like 39th or 40th. Yeah. He's so good down low, so coordinated. Is it just I, because uh, that position is dominant now? Is it yeah, just hard to I, try to not, break in? I would say he's not really an NBA player really? in terms of, at, le at least yet because he's just for as big and as athletic as he is, he's not like he isn't really like a freak athlete, right? Like whenever I watch him, I think holy shit, this guy on a football field would be Right. Ridiculous. I guess, you know, he doesn't have that leaping ability. He's kind of a little old school. So and I don't think he'll ever be a guy who can shoot. So it's, it's tough for the NBA. Uh, I'm going San Diego State here. 12 to one parlay kid. Brother Bry going plus 145 with uh, Illinois. I think San Diego State can make some noise. Harry, you you don't but you think Syracuse. That's a you think that's an automatic win, huh? But. But San Diego, Diego State, State doesn't. They, they've never faced Bayheim zone. Come on, Ski. It is right. The two three zone is uh, going to be interesting. I don't know how they. I don't know. I mean, maybe some short reporter could figure it out. What is it with Bayheim going out? What is it <laughs> like? What What was that, Harry? The, guy, the, the old man's losing his mind. Oh, I'm not saying that he's not. I mean, I think he should. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, he should probably retire very soon. But he's also said it for nine years that he's retiring, and he doesn't. So who knows when he does. I'm reading Jordan Shakel, 6'6 guard for San Diego State, averages about 14 a game. Used to watch Syracuse a lot growing up, and he knew about the zone. So there you go. You're screwed. That's it. Yep. It's over. Watched it on TV. Um, I do like uh, I do like San Diego State at that number. All right, what did we miss? We didn't do the East, Harry. And uh, an overlooked Michigan team. Probably, did they get the fourth best one seed? I imagine that's what happened, right? Uh, if, if you're ranking... Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Right, so they're plus two, plus two twenty to win four games and make the final four. Um, Harry, that's the chalk pick for you. Uh, it is. Look, uh, hopefully, forward Isaiah Livers uh, will be available. Um, it's I, I'm banking on that. Uh, but still, if he's not, Michigan's still a very good team. Franz Wagner gets thirteen and six. I love the freshman Hunter Dickinson. 14 and 80 gets a game shoot sixty percent from the field. Now, something maybe late in games, teams that don't have this. 
Michigan, very good free throw shooting team. They shoot 78% from the field. They won 11 Big Ten games still this season by double digits. I'm not sold on second seed Alabama and Texas at number three. Very fortunate. I think they're going to have a battle against Abilene Christian, who I mentioned to Brian earlier, that forced the most turnovers in NCAA basketball. And Florida State, the four seed, uh, really tanked against Georgia Tech. ACC's a little bit down this year. So I'm going to go with the Wolverines still to make it to the Final Four. All right, Bry, you like what Texas in this region? Yeah, I like Texas at seven to one. I was debating them or Bama, uh, but it is funny how we like. This is a year, it, you know. We think, yeah, it's going to go. You know, maybe it'll go chalk, but like, really, I mean, these teams have not played anybody outside of their conference. It's got to really be hard. one. It's right. really hard to. It's really hard to gauge with that. Plus, yeah, plus COVID. Um, so we're probably being really dumb, just banking on a lot of these. Um, heavy favorites, but yeah, I look. I like Texas at seven to one. I think I do think coming out of the Big Twelve means something. The same with coming out of the 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 Big Ten. Uh, plus, our boy uh, Tate the Snake uh, gave <laughs> us uh, Texas back a few months ago uh, to potentially win the whole thing. They then lost four of the next five games immediately after that. Uh, but no, they finished up good. They won six of the last seven, I guess, seven of eight, if you conclude that that Kansas thing. But they're mm-hmm. an experienced team. They have a lot of good, you know, they have some good seniors on the squad, which I think will mean something. And I think it's it's beneficial that they have a guy like Coleman when they need a big bucket uh, that he can step up, especially late in games. And yeah, it's just hard to say with Michigan, with livers out. I do think yeah. any, I think any one of these four teams, I mean, this is the, I think this is the region where, you know, I any, one of, any one of those four teams could come out. And I read it. Auburn was a five. Loyola, Chicago, 11. South Carolina, seven. This is when, yes, you take like a Colorado or a Maryland or a, a Michigan State, UCLA, one of these weird matchups, uh, you know, even an LSU. But I'm going to focus. Well, first of all, my big, big swing is Maryland. They beat Michigan State twice. They beat Illinois. They have wins over Purdue, Wisconsin. Uh, Mark Turgeon battling with Juwan Howard. That was fun. I just kind of think like they make a little noise. Um, they had they lost to Michigan in the in the tournament there, the Big Ten tournament. They had to pull Daryl Morsel early. He had two fouls. Maryland, don't forget them. Put a little on them at thirty to one. Now, like Colorado plus seven fifty. Sorry, Parley kid. I think they get they beat Georgetown, which would mean you know the. There's no extra five hundred dollars in that trust fund's account <laughs> for that student, but um, they beat Grand Canyon, Harry. They have uh, two wins over USC, a win over Oregon, UCLA. They lost a close one to Oregon State in the uh, Pac-12 finals. A saying Diop, Harry, sophomore from Senegal, lights it up for Colorado. I like them at plus seven fifty. Um, let's go over overall best value to win the whole thing. Parley kid, start us off. I like yours, even though I did, hadn't mentioned them. I do like your uh, pick here. Yeah, Florida State, right at forty yep. to one. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, they always they've been making they've been around this tournament now for a while. We don't sometimes think of Florida State as like a basketball school, mm-hmm. uh, but Leonard Hamilton does is a, a fantastic coach, mm-hmm. uh, and they're very deep. Florida State, they always run deep. Uh, you might not, it might not be a very impressive stat to some people, but they have eight guys on their team who mm-hmm. average five points or more. I know they go off well, five points, but they have they never have a guy who's averaging about twenty. They're very solid with their scoring. Uh, if one guy is not getting uh, the job done, somebody else steps up. And I kind of like where they're where they're at here. Uh, round two, we were just talking about the. I think they're playing the winner of Colorado Georgetown. Um, yeah. uh, before they would face Michigan uh, in the next round. So I, I, I kind of like the spot they're in. I think they're a, they're a pretty veteran team here, Florida State, and I think they're due for a tournament run. This could be it, uh, and a 40-1, to one, I, I think they're a nice long shot. I, you know, I love that stat with the overtime wins, 11 straight overtime wins. We had some people write in. Uh, yeah. Montreal yeah. Canadiens did it in the playoffs, so 10 yes. straight playoff uh, overtime wins. So that stacks up. But, yes, you know, um, they're well, that just shows you they're used to big games. I know not all 11 were with this Florida State unit specifically, but um, pretty cool stat. 40 to 1 parlay kid. All right, Harry. Well, this is, I mean, you know, no. as, as easy as that you're going to breathe. We knew you we were going to do this. 
you Syracuse. Know, you know, yeah. You know, you know, it's going to go here at uh, at 150 to one. Mm-hmm. Syracuse, uh, Syracuse at 150 to one. Sal, you mentioned 2016 when they were a 10 seed, made it to the Final Four, lost to Tate's uh, UNC Tar Heels. Look, they've won nine of the last 13. Bayheim zone is going to cause problems for teams, always do. And I this is set up nicely for set, sets up nicely. Maybe if Syracuse can get by San Diego State, because Houston is the number two in the Midwest. They're unproven and playing a, a not such a great conference. Number three, West Virginia slumping, uh, played bad down the stretch. Huggins hasn't done anything in the tournament in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the senior leadership out of Marek uh, and Buddy Bayheim, Jim's son. Is hot with the threes lately. Seventeen or more points, <laughs> six of the last seven games. Had thirty-one versus Virginia in the ACC tournament, and in his last seven games, he's thirty-one of sixty-seven from three. Oh. Ride the Bayheim bandwagon oh, to what? What? to the NCAA final. <laughs> <laughs> the, what was that? The Bayheim bandwagon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh wow! All Jimmy right, Jimmy and Buddy, Jimmy and Buddy to the championship. Buddy's a lottery pick, right, Harry? You think he's going to be a lottery pick? I didn't say that. I'm just saying he's been hot lately, yeah, and you it. need hot shooting. And actually, the Syracuse team, unbelievable shooting. Darren, 78 percent from the free throw line too. Brother Bry, Darren, you, you don't have to respond. It's just to show, <laughs> I'm not going to respond. They're out in the first round. Brother Bry, you're you're picking a team that people are forgetting about, and they shouldn't because they played probably the game of the year against uh, maybe the best team uh, in basketball just a few hours ago, Sunday, Ohio State yeah. uh, against Illinois. Yeah, like Ohio State at 21-1. It's probably like, realistically, there's probably like, I don't know, eight teams that could win this, and Ohio State's definitely in that group, and mm-hmm. I'm jumping on them again. I know Harry had them to win the Big Ten, but there's again, there's a ton of talent on this team. You have to wait, love the way they finished up. They battled really hard against Illinois in that game. And I, I was shocked that they could have won that game, considering how that got off early, how they kept falling behind by six. But like, and that was a game Liddell had an awful game. He was terrible. I think he was like three of 16 from the field. Uh, young, young being out is huge for them. So young being back is just a big bonus for them. Washington's been phenomenal. So when you pair mm. Washington and Liddell, it's a good of a, a two a pair of two that you could get, right? I think right now. And then again, you add Young. Walker off the bench is really clutch for them. So, and I like their spot in the bracket. I I, I do like that uh, that region. Yeah. I don't necessarily trust Baylor. So uh, at 21 to one though, I think, you know, when you, again, when you mention the handful of teams that have a shot, Ohio State is definitely one of them. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing they, the worst thing they have going for them is that Harry keeps betting them in big spots, right? Yeah. If they could just be yeah. guaranteed that he would lay off, <laughs> they'd probably cut down the nets. Um, <laughs> I'm going Oklahoma State 35 to 1. <laughs> I have to put something on it. Oh, no. Oh, they, beat, no. they have wins against Texas Tech, Wichita <laughs> State, Kansas, Arkansas. You know, they play tough. We saw in the Big 12 tournament. I like their, <laughs> I like their coach. But the, the big thing is I just have to – because I'm probably going to bet against them four times, five times. I have to have money on them to win it all. This this goes way back to, I know maybe people are, are sick of me talking about this. What was it? It was Oklahoma State, Central Michigan. Yep. Mason Rudolph was the quarterback. They're up by four with the ball and four seconds left, and they lost the game, costing me on a huge money line parlay. And I've never been able to shake Oklahoma State since. Like If I bet them, they lose. If I bet against them, I get crushed. And uh, so I, I think I just have to take the 35 to one odds. And I want you guys to, because you're going to outlive me, not really Harry, but let's pretend when I die, I need my ashes sprinkled on the Oklahoma state cam- uh, campus. <laughs> it has to happen. Now this is going to be a little difficult because I'm getting buried. So you're going to have to dig me up and burn up. A po- <laughs> it's, it's not going to be ideal situation. The logistics are going to be rough, but I need my ashes sprinkled on Oklahoma state. Uh. Joe Solomon, will you write that down? Someone needs to, um, Keep track of that. I need to get can you, sprinkled. Can you get like partially cremated? Like we could cremate a foot, or, a foot or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe my entire uh, ass could be uh, cremated and sprink- <laughs> sprinkled in Oklahoma uh, State, Kansas uh, campus. Um, FanDuel's got some other fun stuff. I think we have a, we have the answer yes to this. Will a 12 seed advance past a five seed? The yes is minus 370. Uh, the Noah's plus 290. I think we all think yes, especially with that 
uh, that stat Harry threw at us, 24 and 16, the 12 seeds are over the five seeds in the last 40 matchups. That's what, the last 10 tournaments? That's craziness. Um, I mean, there's no value in the no, right? All these are, what, what are your odds on your, your guys? You're all like four or five point underdogs, right? Um, yeah, well, let's see. What's the latest? Winthrop. Winthrop was originally, they were six or six and a half. Uh, yeah, they're six and a half, Winthrop. Okay, they're six and a half. Harry, you're um, who did who'd you take? Harry, you took Harry Kyle is Santa seven Barbara. and a half. Harry's seven and a half. All right, so what's these are more G- seven, what's six, G-town, seven town, Bri? Georgetown's a four and a half point underdog to Colorado. All right, so that's the best shot out of the three you guys took. And then who's the other 12 seed? This is going to take forever to look. The other 12 that you guys didn't take was Oregon State, Sal. Oregon State, right. So Oregon yep. State, uh, Pac-12 winner, uh, tournament winner, and they're getting seven and a half to Tennessee. So interesting. You're getting three, six and a half, seven point underdogs, and you're getting a four and a half point underdog. And you're saying that one of them is going to win is minus 370. It doesn't really add up, but except that one of them always wins. Um, the other thing we were going to do with Fandle, what's the other thing they have? Oh, where is this? They have, will any of the first four teams make the Sweet 16? So any of the play-in game teams, will they make the Sweet 16? So they essentially have to win three games, right? And mm-hmm. plus 285. Harry, do you like any of them? Well, you like, Syracuse isn't a play-in game, right? But No, I know I know you're big, Sal, on UCLA over uh, Michigan State, but uh uh, UCLA's also lost four in a row down the stretch here, so I, I'd, I'd lean towards the no here. Well, that doesn't – hold on a second. So if Michigan State wins, they could still do it, though. They yeah. could, but I, I don't like them either. They, I, they've they they've had some bad bad losses where they've gotten drubbed yep. uh, many, by a lot, so I don't like Michigan State that much either. People, You can forget about like Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern and that Norfolk State. A- anyone who's going up against a one – Uh, Gonzaga or Michigan's out. Wichita State Drake is the one that people think could upset Kansas, right? Or USC and then Kansas. So that's that's the one to probably look at. Plus 285. Uh, It might be worth it. That could be fun. I mean, one of them will get to two games at least. Drake's got some injuries, though, I believe. So, all right. Yeah, yeah, Drake does. Yeah. So that's a, that's, yeah, that's fun because, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get one team there who's going to, Ugh, At least it's so one maddening. team's going to win a game. But I guess it's, if you get Michigan State and Wichita State, there's a shot, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, filling out a bracket, it's maddening. And that's why you got to do your betting on FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. On FanDuel, your first bet is risk-free. It doesn't matter if you're betting Abilene Christian or Harry Syracuse Orange. New users get up to $1,000 in site credit back if the first bet doesn't when they have odds on all the action, like we said, you could do day and night. You could bet mid-game, obviously. Uh, multiple deposits, fast withdrawals, always on promotions. Next chance to win with Fandle, only minutes away. I can't wait till this tips off. Bro. You can go with uh, playing game teams to make the Sweet 16. What did we just say? Uh, will a 12 be to 5? Fandle, you think that would be enough? The $1,000 free? No, they want you you to be a millionaire. They're giving away $1 million to one lucky better. If you want a shot at becoming a millionaire or even a thousandaire, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Just use promo code against all odds so we know they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code against all odds. Harry, do you want to be a millionaire? I already am. Wouldn't that already be am. nice? Oh, stop it. No, <laughs> Love to. Love to. That'd be awesome. How are you a millionaire? You, you barely well, you, you just got cable. How are you a millionaire? <laughs> he lives like one, or he used to live like one. That's right. I guess. Right. right. That, right. That's we calm down sense. All right. Make everybody else a million dollars. Sharp tank. Um, Harry, start us off. You like uh what is this? An NIT game? NIT, baby. We got NIT action Thursday night. I'm gonna take SMU plus one and a half at Boise. Look, brother Brian made a great point last week that uh SMU uh, hadn't played in a month, um, and that he liked Cincinnati, and that won easily. Now, I think with Boise being home here, that's a small number. Interesting, little fishy on the spread here um, mm. against the number two seed in the tournament, the Broncos of Boise State. Uh, but Boise has lost four in a row. They shoot just 37% from three. 
And on this SMU team, this guy Kendrick Davis, mm. nine times he scored 20 or more points. Mm. I think this is a short number, a little fishy. Give me SMU plus the one and a half Thursday night action from the NIT. All right, brother Bry, sharp tank yeah. pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, my sharp tanks have been just god awful. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Thursday. This is a Thursday game, two six thirty. This is the first four in. So Drake, Wichita State. I don't, I don't really know which team to pick. I think this is kind of a toss up here, but I do love the under of one forty one. Uh, both, you know, both teams great defensive teams, especially Wichita, a great defensive team, like they always are. Uh, but they kind of struggle um, offensively. And plus, when you when you look at it, both teams are two of the slowest teams in the NCAA. When you look at pace of play, um, one forty one seems very high here. Uh, and again, Drake started off the year shooting the ball really well, but for once they they had a couple injuries. Their best player Hemphill went down. Um, so since then, Drake's shooting has been or scoring has been significantly hampered. So um, I like the under one forty one here. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's changed. Yeah, it's still uh, 141. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, speaking of fishy lines, I-, I like this one, too. Yeah, well, I think we both love uh, UCLA uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. right? Uh, actually, not this weekend. On uh, Thursday night right. uh, in the in the play-in game here uh, between these two teams. I know UCLA has lost four in a row. Uh, so, but... Look, they haven't been the same really, Sal, right, since they lost Chris Smith. Real good mm-hmm. player uh, for them back in uh, maybe early January they lost him. Yeah. I, I think the whole world is going to be on Michigan State in this game, though, Sal, right? Do you get that impression? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like the whole world is going to be on Michigan State. Tom Izzo. Uh, but, you right. know, Michigan State is 15-12. and 12, And as Harry just mentioned, they've had some terrible losses this year. Well, yep. they've lost to some some of the weaker teams, and uh, I just don't – this is not one of Izzo's better teams. I think they've pulled some wins out against Michigan uh, last week, uh, Illinois a couple weeks before. I think they're the only team that has handed Illinois a loss in the last uh, five or six weeks. The line is fishy. So let's – and I I don't always – believe. I never believe in this, but this one just kind of stinks. So let's take UCLA plus two here, Sal. Uh, and you might even want to just grab them on the uh, straight up on the money line. Here. I'm with you. And they're better. They're, I mean, I think there's a better, obviously different conference, not as tough. Uh, Spartans, what, nine and 12, the last 21. I know UCLA isn't, uh, hasn't been lighting it up lately, but they right. do. They are more spread out. They have a half a dozen players five, averaging double digits. Right. right. One of them is hurt. So five guys yeah. average 10 or more points. Right. So th- uh, that's pretty darn good. That's pretty darn good. I'm reading the line here too, Parlay Kid. UCLA was favored by one to start. It opened at yep. minus one, and now everybody's yep. loading up Everybody. on Michigan State. So I'm yep. uh, I like all three picks, but I already have money on UCLA, Parlay Kid. So I'm going with you, UCLA. What are they plus two right now? Yep. You get that? Yeah, on and look, and you did go with me with uh, did you go with me with Bryson last week at plus one eighty five yes. to make the top I did. five? So we we nailed one. that. My sharp tank picks have been pretty, pretty darn good. If if they're not really UFC good, picks. Uh, you had Bryson top five, which one? But I had him to win the uh, tournament. I, I just, Bry, you watch him, don't you? Wish it's like, oh man, I get. Why do you? What? Just hit a fairway once, right? Why do you got to muscle it twenty yards further? <laughs> you end up in the pine cones. You're kicking pine cones off to the side, and then the approach shot is always remarkable, right? Whether it's out of the sand or yeah. like behind a tree or something. It's like, holy shit, how did he do that? But Bryson. Please, why do we have to have a heart attack approach shot every single time? Hit a fairway. I, I know. It's so funny when they have the uh, tracker and you just see the ball. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, where is, the, <laughs> where is is that going? But it always looks like it's going out of bounds. And then it ends up somewhere where right. they can play it. But. And he doesn't care. Once in a while, care. He'll look at his club like it's broken or something. But uh, right. otherwise, he doesn't really. Uh, yeah, that's him. the thing. It's weird. I, I guess that's his thing. It's like, if I hit a fairway, great. If not. Kind of yeah. doesn't matter. I, I don't know. I know it was a little frustrating that, you know, but he's still, I mean, geez, he still ended up finishing. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. And Westwood's nuts third. too. It's 40, 47 year old. That's uh, just plays well every single tournament. Uh, not a great one coming up this week, right? There's about five, six big names, but it's not a, not, the, not, what is the it? The Honda, 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 Honda classic. Yeah. yeah. All Honda right, classic. Carly kid. I'm going, uh, right. I'm going with you. UCLA plus two. Uh, what else we got going? Parlay kid. 
No, hey, look, this is, a, uh, like you said, one of the uh, great weekends in sports. Brother Brian and I uh, have the NCAA wrestling tournament uh, coming mm. up here in a few days, too, which we absolutely love. And if, if you're a wrestling fan, and Brian and I are both, so it's kind of rare to be both, but if you're a wrestling fan, this tournament, these three days are as big, if not bigger, to them than the NCAA basketball tournament is to basketball fans. That's that's how yeah. it that's how it is. It's a great tournament, uh, Brian. We're very excited for it. Very excited. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, was that mostly going to be on ESPN? You'll be able to catch those. I yeah, believe it's, so. It's all on ESPN Plus. Yeah, on the app, you could watch every match. It's it's phenomenal. It just it's it's tough because it's like you're watching. I'm watching that simultaneously as I'm watching <laughs> all the basketball games. So there's a lot of stuff. Um, well, you got I, a I little just, break that the NCAA basketball yeah, is yeah. on Thursday. We, we, yes. It works, it, yes, yeah. it definitely works out because, yeah, when you get into Friday on wrestling, yeah, you're doing quarters, yeah, in, the, crazy. quarters in the morning, semis at night, so you, you, you get a little gap in there. Right. So it's awesome. I will just ask, like, could I ask FanDuel a favor? Like, maybe in the so. future, it'd be great because some of the best, well, is Iowa's legal? I'm trying to think gambling, Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Iowa's, Iowa's big, right? I mean, all the big wrestling schools in the Big Ten are right, uh, wrestling, right? Iowa, uh, you have uh, Virginia Tech, right? You have Penn State. All of those have right legalized gambling, and I I would assume you get you'd have <laughs> a decent amount of people who would want to bet on this tournament. So it'd be nice. Right. Oh yeah, nice in the future if we could get some uh, some odds on this. I think we're close. I think we're close. If, if yeah. Princeton had a good team, I think they would lo lock it for, <laughs> for sure with the, with the Jersey. Um, well, we got, you got Rutgers records. Is still, that's true. Uh, they're, the Rutgers is still decent. You know, Parley kids at the chalk talker, brother, Bry, at, the chalk at, talker. at the brother, Bry, Harry, yep. what do you have going at AAO Harry? At AAO Harry. Also check out me and the Parley kids. We're going to do uh previews. Also other games. Nice. Now, Harry, I, um, well, first of all, the soccer thing is insane, but I had something. <laughs> oh, oh, we do a pool, um, where, uh, my buddy Jamie runs this thing where you do, uh, it's, it's elimination. You pick two games Friday as it will be this year. You pick two games Friday, you pick two games Saturday. And if you survive those, you pick one winner the every day that there's games going right. Yep. And, uh, and you, once you pick one team, you can't pick them again. It's a lot yep. of fun. It's crazy. It's $50 buy-in. You could reload, but it's almost impossible to, once you lose to go. Like Then you have to pick like four games or something. I'll send the mm -hmm. rules out, but it, it's just nuts. I always say I'll send the rules out, and then I don't. But anyway, <laughs> you got to pick two games Friday, two Saturday. You survive those. You pick one every game. Jamie, we want to keep it under 60 people. And he's like, hey, I've heard from everyone but Harry. And I'm like, all right. So I send like kind of a shitty text to Harry. I'm like, hey, Harry, will you let him know you're in? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Sorry, I forgot. And then Jamie texts me back. He's like, okay, Harry's out. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. He's, I'm he's doing, doing it for everybody. Pool. I'm doing it for everybody uh, because not only am I out on that, I'm out on all brackets and everybody's all friends who have these tournaments and contests. I'm out on everything this year. My friends. Uh, I just don't, uh, I just don't want, you know, if some team has, I'm just basically if some team comes down with COVID and they're out and then you got to do this, that, and the other to be back in the, league. well, I'm there's just, a, I'm there's, I'm there's a thing for that. There's, a, I know there's there a is, but I'm just, you know what? I'm out. Well, all, this all, is, it's really weird. It's really weird considering Harry yesterday sends Darren and I, uh, Hey, if you guys want to join this bracket pool, oh, of my course, friend, my, my friend's running it. Some bullshit guy, which like I'm that. not, which I'm not getting in as well. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Put put uh, your friends wow. in something that you're not in. That's good. That this this pool is the best because it's just yeah, it's simple. It's you it's know, great. It's, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. You figure out what like strategically, you probably want to take like a six seed or a five seed in the first two days, right? And actually, wanna... I've done pretty good over the years in it too. Yeah, I know. I'm glad hanging. I have to replace you, so I have to figure out who's going to replace you now. Um, so Brad. You guys, uh, yeah, Brad's already in. Uh, I, I feel like Harry's. Uh, I feel like the gambling has gotten away in the way of Harry's gambling is the problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look, this uh, this Ohio State last week that was, that's a beatdown. Tish, come on! All right, Maybe one of those two. Don't take them in the pool. Um, Joel Solomon, we have our futures pool. We had our draft right now. I have Michigan and uh, and Baylor. Baylor, yeah, to, uh, to win it all. 
Yeah. So oh, wow. now this is going to be the first time where some of our fantasy draft picks are going to this is be it paying off. But I'm yep. a little disappointed. Jim took West Virginia overall uh, to make the final four. None of you have have mentioned them. We're an hour into the podcast. None of you have mentioned West Virginia. Oh well, that's hour Wait. three. We're Wait a minute. I did. I did mention West Virginia. I mentioned that they, them and Huggins don't do anything. Ah, oh, <laughs> Jim. See, so that was a time. Even when Jim made that pick. Said another awful pick by Jim Cunningham. Wow, Jim C. He's already starting. He knows he has Tate to back him up uh, next time we uh, get together. He's not actually even doing the futures pool. So who cares? right, right. Yes, yeah, says the man who won't fill out a bracket or uh, right anything this year. Brian, there. Who do you go? guys have in the futures pool? Which uh, basketball? Teams, I think right? I have the Zags. Right? Do I have the Zags? Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think, I think that's, I, right. that's the one NCAA team I have here. Uh, and Michael, trying. Michael, you have some. I think we all have a, a team, right? We we must all. Well, you are definitely the chalk talker, Harry. Well, <laughs> Harry, you did take the the, <laughs> the four favored horses in the Kentucky Derby as your last. Harry, four Harry's got Villanova in the Final Four, and <laughs> Wuhan in the Imperial Cup is Gonzaga's parlay. <laughs> Wow. Oh, Gonzaga, your parlor. Tobe, right. our, our friend Toby, he's got Virginia in the final four. Right. Yeah. Uh, Alma mater. Yeah. And uh, All right, Clint well, Capella. And he has Clint Harry as Clint <laughs> Capella. You know, we'll, we'll list all of these uh, on uh, social media. No, no, we won't. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that's it. So Thursday night, we are going to have uh, Tate Frazier on. We are going to have the... College representatives from Winthrop, Georgetown, and UC Santa Barbara, one of Harry's favorite three cities in the whole entire USA. And uh, that's going to be fun. Thursday night, fun parlay against all odds, fun podcast. See, I, I can't get gambling off the mind. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Watch me Monday through Friday, FS1, 5 p.m. It's called Fox Bet Live. For the degenerate trifecta heel producer, Jim Cunningham, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na